Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we back. <laughs> In the middle, I usually don't do that. Um, with all the success and the growth of Vlad TV, how come you still do interviews? Because I know you have a staff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I am still the, the, the biggest, you know, talent and the biggest draw on Vlad TV. Like, you know, shout out to Sean Prez, people like, you know, people like Sean Prez, people like Cavario, people like Coach PR, people like Rinell, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, man, Edie, uh, you know, there's lots of other interviewers that, that, you know, do work, you know, Saigon and Havoc have a show on there and so forth. How do you feel about that show? I like the show. I like it too. I, I like the show. I think it needs to develop still. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just think Havoc needs to talk more. Havoc needs to talk. Yeah. Yes. Or he needs to be doing Sounds something. Havoc. Or he needs to be doing something. Something, right? Like making a beat on the side with some. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like so, so, the end, he presents yeah, the beat. Something's yeah, got to be happening. Something's got to be happening. If he was making a beat. Right. And, and at the show. end of the interview, yeah. he's like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> plus, you know, me, me and Saigon go back like 20 years. before, 20 Way years. before, during my mixtape days. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I knew him when I first moved to New York. Uh, you know, but but I, I am still like people still, for for whatever reason, people still want to hear my voice in interviews. You know what I'm saying? People like the other interviews, but they get a little disappointed when it's not my voice. So when the traffic starts to dip a little bit, I gotta step in and get and things popping pop again. And, and certain guests, you know, like me and Boosie have to be Vlad yeah. and Boosie. You know, yeah. me Vlad and Tony Yayo. Uh, you know, Vlad and T.K. Kirkland. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's. There are certain combinations that are explosive that, that that work real big, and and at the end of the day, I still have a passion for it. Yeah. So so you know, I would like to not have to do the regular guests all the time and so forth, but that that drives a lot of traffic. But I, I am still very excited to do Smokey Robinson, Teddy Riley, uh, Be Real from Cypress Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like the, the people that I really was listening to before I ever got into the industry. Right. So so there there is still like a, a strong desire to really. Sit there and talk to that person. Like, you know, I just did uh, Robert uh, Kiyosaki, who did Rich Dad Poor Dad. Oh, man. You know, a, wow. a book that I read. I, I did uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, yesterday. Mm. You know what I'm saying? People who I admire, who I would love to just pick their brain right. and, and really see how they answer certain questions and learn certain things from them. And, and the fact that we could do it on camera and, and leave it for generations to come and it turns into a monetary thing and so forth, like, I'm always going to enjoy enjoy it. You know what I mean? Right. But certain things are done just for 
to keep the business rolling to make sure my employees still have work to do and, and so forth. You had so, any big artists you had to turn down? I just, uh, I mean, we have an R. Kelly interview that we're not going to put out. Well, that'll do. What? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, I interviewed wow. R. Kelly uh, in jail, well, in prison, uh, a week ago over the phone. Why are you not going to put it out? Because the interview that I wanted to do was not what he wanted to do. He wanted to lay out this conspiracy theory and bring in people and name certain people who I don't even want to associate with and, and, and that type of thing. And, 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 and he wants to push that whole kind of situation. And for me, it's like, you know, I, I, I just don't, I just don't want to be part of that. You so, know what I'm saying? So, so basically he's, he's implicating uh, people in, yeah. in, in the conspiracy yes. of bringing him down. Yes. And he's not taking any, he's, he's not saying I'm, I'm guilty of any of this shit. Well, he didn't get into all that, but he was trying to say that part of the reason why he's in jail is because these people worked against him and, and this, that, and the third. We didn't talk about any music. We didn't talk about any of his hits. We didn't talk about nothing. We just talked about that. Because you only get 15 minutes right. you know, on, on the jail phone. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? So it was like... Unless, unless you tapped in. Yeah. Right, yeah. which I don't think he is. You know right. what I'm saying? And and like so so we did these we did this 15 minutes, and um, you know I was dealing with someone that, that was close to him that, that set it all up, and I'm just like, this is just not the interview that I want. You know what I'm saying? So right. I I told him I'm not going to put it out. I, I'd mentioned that I have it. You know what I'm saying? I think me and Deal Hughley talked about it in our show, and we're talking about it again. But I'm not going to put out that interview. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So it's crazy. It, you know, it but it really is R. Kelly. Like, was there anything in it that you felt like? I mean, there's some stuff about his health in the beginning that was, you know, like he's having like blood clots and, you know, he was talking about how um, he had a cast on his leg and they wouldn't remove it and he had to like use like a stick to like break the cast himself to, to remove it mm. and they finally removed it and they gave him some blood thinners and, you know, and so forth. Mm. So like he had some like a health scare in mm. there, but it was like, since I'm not putting out the other part, I didn't want to just put out this part and, and it was just, yeah. Wow. yeah. So, I mean, with... Was he in good spirits, or was it like a no, I mean, he, from the he, rip? Yeah, he he sounds like he's you know fucked up in prison, which is understandable. I mean, yeah. you go from it's kind of what happened very height to now being in a dirty cell with a bunch of men, like Holes. potentially forever. You know what I mean? Potentially forever, because what did he get like <clears throat> forty years or some you know some insane amount? Yeah. So uh, yeah, man, and you know ultimately. Um, did you get a chance to talk about the 15-minute record that he put out? No. No. Like, like he, he, there was an agenda that he wanted to do from this interview. He had all his notes he laid out. He probably didn't want to talk about music at all. No, no, no. There, there, was, there, was, there was like, okay, this is what happened, blah, blah. This person was involved, and this person was involved, and this is what they did to me, and this is how they turned against me. And, and well, I was, was like, any of it like, this could be true? Well, all of it could be true. But, but it's really not my job to put myself in the middle of all this. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right, because at that Because I can't really verify any of it and, and he's naming specific people and so forth and it's like, now I'm gonna have to be potentially liable mm -hmm. for the people he's naming and, and I don't like page. some of these people like that he's naming and you know what I'm saying? I don't have good relationships with him anyway so it's like, I'm cool. Just well, not, who, this is not the R. Kelly interview I, I wanted. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like- How did you want it to go? Like a life story, like, yo, how did you start doing music? Let's talk about your, your hit records. How, how did this come together? How did that come together? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Just like we, we were offered, his we were, mindset ain't there right now. Yeah. No, no, he, yeah, he's. Yeah. I, I can understand why. You know, like we were offered a Kanye interview, and um, you know, the, the idea behind that interview, my plan was, was to say I don't want to talk about the religious shit, I don't want to talk about the conspiracy shit, I want to talk about your music, what what you're going to be remembered for. You know, that was going to be the plan, but they canceled the interview, like, like right before it happened. There was a bunch of interviews. He was supposed to do, like, No Jumper as well. He canceled, like, all the interviews, like, that week. Mm. Um, you know, so it's, it's like, you know, and, and at the end of the day, like, for example, like, you know, uh, some, some female uh, uh, employees also kind of had a problem, you know, with this, you know, the R. Kelly thing potentially coming out. Because yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, it's like, I believe that he did it. Right? right. Like, like. We all saw that tape that circulated back in the, was right. the early 2000s. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, was there, it, was there some conspiracy? Possibly. But does that negate the reality of what happened? Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, was he really messing with underage girls? Yes. I think he was. Right. I think he was messing with Aaliyah when she was 15. Right. I think he impregnated Aaliyah. Right. You know, I, I think he had, the girl in the video, I think that was an underage girl. Like, you know I mean? Like, like years later after... The news came out, so it's just like, do I want to help to free someone like this? No, I don't. Right. I don't. You know, so so yeah, that that's some examples. Nah, and, so and, and what I'm about to say is in, in no way a, a defense to all that, but um, I guess some of these laws like wouldn't work retroactively because if you look in the history of like a lot of artists, oh, like Jerry Lee Lewis and yeah. Yeah, Elvis Presley. <clears throat> Elvis Presley. Yeah. Another one. Like these. You know something really the Elvis Presley story, and this is not in defense of Elvis Presley, but there's always the story that like he met his he got with his wife when she was fifteen. They met when she was fifteen, but he actually got married when she was twenty one. Yes. So 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 there's that. People try to equate the two. Was he smashing in between the time? That's the whole question. That's the you question. know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I don't know. Marriage you know what that is. The, the, but I was gonna yeah. say there's a <clears throat> there's a dude that advertised with us that just came home from jail with um R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. Okay. He was locked up with him in the in the feds. And um oh, and um he's like he's going on different platforms like telling the story that R. Kelly wants him to tell. Mm -hmm. Out here. I had a long conversation with this dude. He's like, yo, I need to come to math show this, that, and the third. And I'm like, yeah, bro, no, I don't. What, what, what's the story that, that's being it's said? It's just, it's, it's, it's him, like, pitting certain industry figures. Yeah. Like who? And I'm not going to say their names, bro. All right, tell me I'll say Yeah, I'll tell you after. Text me right now. So I can show <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly because you have relationships with these people. He's so targeting it's like, your enemy. But he's he's targeting he's targeting my, my enemy. I got yeah. enemies who someone that you don't like. Yeah, that he mentioned them earlier. Well, we getting specific, you know. Now. Yeah, and he's what he's trying to do is it. he's making a basis. <laughs> Everyone's like, he's I making a basis saying that his case was illegal. He's not fighting it on the thing that he's innocent. He's fighting it on the stance that they illegally searched and obtained stuff to convict him. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that is what he's standing on and trying to get out. He's yeah. trying to say, right. That, well, all right, what he did what he did was wrong, but if you're going to convict him by the law, the same law he's saying that you convict him by, is you got to do it the right way. Yeah. Well, I, uh, it's so it's so tough when these type of subjects come up because I'm I'm realizing 
guilty or not, there's been so many cases of, you know, just a, a I want to say this without offending anybody, which is like the hardest shit in the world. Like you think about what Jonathan Majors is going through, right? Yeah, it's crazy. More, more women have come forward now that are, that are cooperating <laughs> but this, but this with the saying. police. But this is what I'm saying. Like, it's crazy. pylon. All it's, of a sudden. It's a pylon. It's a pylon. Is it a play for the bag? Possibly. I don't think all of that is true, though. Like, Me neither. How they be doing that? To I don't people. think so too. Because it's when like, you look, when you think about Bill the, Cosby, when you think about Bill Cosby. The, <laughs> that's Bill different. Cosby. <laughs> that's different. Son, they locked From up John, Bill Cosby. John Majors, yo. He called using, the cops on the using forty-year-old pussy. <laughs> <laughs> this shit don't make no sense. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? They got appealed though, successfully. Been thrown yeah. out. Right. However, he got years. locked up for that. Correct. Like, there's no, like, there, there, there isn't like a, any type of protection at all. Mm. It's like someone can wake up in the morning and be like, okay, I'm gonna go meet this guy. I'm gonna pretend like I'm a nice girl. If he brings me back to the house, I'm gonna bug the fuck out, and then I'm gonna call the cops mm -hmm. and I'm gonna put a story on it. Right. And there's nothing that you can do about it. They gotta follow. Seen it happen with Tupac. Same thing happened to Tupac. Uh, Same Mike Tyson. Uh, I, I, interviewed, I interviewed Tupac's rape accuser. It, mm, it's, it's, not yeah. cut, it's not cut and dry. It's mm, not cut and dry. And the story that. she told, Tupac's uh, co-defendant essentially confirmed. There's a few small details that are, that are different, but essentially, this is what happened. Did he okay. confirm for because he because he took a plea? No, no. He, well, yeah, he took a plea. He went to jail. But this okay, was so years ago. Again, again. Like, no, but what, what happened? No, 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 hold on, hold on. Let me, let me tell the He's story. About to so, so this is basically what happened. He met a girl. They hit it off. They were fucking around on the dance floor. They hung out for a couple of days. They were fucking for a couple of days. She came over to see him. He basically was like, my homies are here. They want to fuck you. He walked out and let the homies fuck. And she wasn't cool with that. You take that into a 2023 lens. And the afterthought? Vlad, the afterthought? Vlad she, she said more than that, though. I mean, we gonna say, yeah, yeah, she yeah. said that they was on top in the room making out. Yes. She said the homeboys walked in the room. Correct. She said he held her in a way she could not move back and told her, you know, like this. These was the homies, be, we yeah, all, we, was, yeah, we all, we all share. That's what she said. You know what I'm saying? So that was so, devastating. And, 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 and in that situation, if you look I'm at it, I'm not saying it happened, but so, that's so, what she so said. it's not, it's not cut and dry. You know what I mean? You yeah, bring a, a girl over, room. you know, and the homies all fuck her, and she's not clearly cool with that. You're gonna have a big problem on your hands. You know what I'm saying? Right. And she said the same thing in court. Right. Yeah. Which is why he went to prison. Now he was he was on appeal, and he could have potentially came back and beat it. But like, a girl come over, bro. That, that's your responsibility. You can't just sit there and share her like she's a piece of property. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, not, but but some girls are like that. Right. Now I've met girls that have fucked the whole crew. Like right. you know what I mean? Right. And you know they listen. make songs about it. Yeah, they make they make songs. They don't, they don't make songs totally about it because cool it doesn't exist. Right? Some some girls are totally cool with it. Some girls you could pay to be cool with it. Like you know what I mean? Like in one way or another. But not every girl is cool with it. And in her situation, she was just frozen, not knowing what to do. There's all these men, and they're they're big, and you know what I mean? Oh, like intimidating and so forth. Like <laughs> she's just 
She was like, I'm just here to see Tupac. I'm not here to fuck everyone else. And that, and that was the story. It's, right. like, it's, not, it's not very cut and dry. I don't know about the Tyson case. You know, I mean, that was just the two of them. So, so that, that's very different. But what this was is, Tupac's side of that story? Yeah. I mean, was sort of what she told. Was like, you know, I mean, she came over and she was down. You know, she, he she felt, was down he, with it. He felt that she was down with it. She said, she was saying that she's not down with it. Now, here's the problem. No, hold on, no, no, hold, here's the problem that happened. Hold on, hold on. Now, I remember I talked to, to Man Man, who was his co-defendant, his, his road manager, you know, his road manager, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He left the room and went out, went out to the couch and just went to sleep. And That's she woke crazy. up, but well, she was like, she's going crazy. Yo, the, you let them rape me, rah, 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 rah. Come on, she woke up? No, he woke no, up. No, he woke up. Pop he went out in the down. living room, because, you know, it's a suite. He right. went out in the living room and went to sleep. Right. Okay. And then only to be awoken by her screaming, screaming. losing her, her mind, saying, these motherfuckers raped me, blah, blah. So hold on. Wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because right, there's, there's a little space in between yes. that. Okay. And, the and I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not and saying something. No, clearly something sexual, some women something sexual don't have the Don't have the courage. And it's, it's an uncomfortable situation and you don't know. I would, I would, I would hate to think of any of my daughters being in a situation like that. Right. But I would wish that they would fight with all their might right. in that situation. With all their might. Right. Because once that act, once that happens to someone, it's damaging. Yes. And I've seen it happen to people close to me. Yeah, me too. So, me too. That little space, yeah, in between her screaming afterwards, yeah, and when it actually was initiated, mm -hmm. where is it? She said she was frozen and, and she she didn't know what to do. She 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 was she you know what I'm saying now 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 hold on let, let, let me just now, say this. Now, that's her side of the story. That's her side, That's of, the her side of the story. Right. And, and Pac is not here to tell his side of the story, and the other dudes that were in the room are, aren't telling their side of the story either. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, Haitian Jack, I believe, was there. You know what I mean? I don't know if Haitian Jack joined into that, but he, he, was, he was there. Here is the point where things could have gone completely different, right? One of the things I learned early in my dating career, my dating life, that is, mm -hmm. You never let a woman leave mad, right? Does everyone here agree? Mm -hmm. No matter what happens, she's acting, she's in the fall, you're whatever, you try to calm the situation down. You don't want this woman to leave your residence mad. You apologize for whatever the fuck you should apologize for. And, and hold on. And you, when, can't, you can't do that in all situations. Well, hold on, right? hold on. Because then that's you taking accountability okay, well, hold, for something that they can hold, be conjuring up. Hold, hold on, up. Hold, right. But here, here's what happens. You become a hostage. She wakes, she's screaming in the, in, in, the, in the hotel living room, these dudes rape me, blah, blah, blah. How can you let this happen to me? What did Tupac do? Get this bitch out of here. Those were his exact words. Get this bitch out of here. I asked Man Man on the phone. I said, if at that moment, Pac would have said, hold on, let me, are you okay? Yo, I never, yo, let's hold on, let, let's go talk. Come on, let's, 
let me let me let me calm you down. Let me. I said, if Pac had taken a different approach, would none of this have happened? And Pac's co-defendant said, absolutely. Had he taken a, but he's a young twenty-something-year-old man, and you know he's used to fucking with groupies and this, that, and the third. In his mind, he didn't do it. In his mind, he didn't do it. And he like, get this, I'm, he's being woken up, get this bitch out of here. And he got dudes around that got that bitch out of there. And she went downstairs and called the police. She said he did it first, though. What's that? She said when he pulled down the neck on your interview, she said that he screwed her first. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they had been doing that. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they had been was, fucking, yeah. But it days. was still different on the interview, on his interview, she said when they walked in the room, she told him she didn't want to do this. Exactly. And they stood there and she said, Pac, I don't want to do this. And she said he held her in the position in the move and he screwed her first. And after he screwed her, he got he up walked and walked out the room. That's some of the discrepancy. But ultimately, in front of the other guys. Yeah, no, no, that's her side. She didn't want them standing there. But, but, but ultimately, like man, listen. That for all the young, for all the men that are listening to this, for all the men that are listening to this, you're responsible for whatever female has come to see you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From That's the moment true. she walks in to the moment she walks Absolutely. out that door, do whatever you got to do to make sure that she don't walk out that room upset and in a rage. Absolutely. Because this is what's happening to Jonathan Majors right now, right? Mm-hmm. They got into a fight. Yeah. He kicks her out, whatever. She, she calls 911. She calls the police. No, he, he, calls, he calls the oh, police. He calls. He calls. But she yeah, cooperated. Police. She cooperated. You see what I'm saying? But this is what I'm saying. So what do you do in a situation where this person has planned, this is what I'm going to do? You, you, you become fucked. <laughs> you become assed out. Especially if it was consensual. No, she, it could be consensual, plan. Right. but then a week later, when you're not returning the call, phone calls, it might become something else. You right. think what I'm saying? Right. right. And that's that's scary. Ha- that happens it on is. countless occasions. Bro, I don't even countless know how occasions. to date now. Welcome yeah. to being a man. Like, well, well, welcome to being a man that has a certain amount of fame, a certain here, amount man. of money. Like, like, yeah. like, you know, broke dudes ain't going through this. You know what I mean? This is just part of it. You have to protect yourself. You got to protect yourself against men. You got to protect yourself against women. You got to protect yourself against fans. Like, you know, you can't run up on Buster Rhymes and ask for a photo. His security will stop you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because he's scared of getting wrapped up in some old bullshit. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not because he's an somebody asshole. Said, it's because he's, yeah. he's been through some shit before. and he well, got Somebody some, will come, up to, will come yeah. up to you and then say some shit like, yo, you a bitch-ass nigga. Yeah. And then when they put hands on him, then, oh, then, yeah. I got it. Right. I so, got the bag. So, so, right. So his thing is, let's just stay separate. Like, yo, you're all, I don't know you. You stay over there. I'll stay over here. And we can all go about our lives. This shit is tough, bro. It is tough. Why are you tough. acting like that? Woman, have you looked at my wife? Like, yeah. Reason to act like yeah, I got, I got chicks hitting me up now, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, you might be crazy. Yep. Or it might be a chick trying to line you with, with you know what I mean, niggas that don't like you. Nah, yep. nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing that. But I don't know. But for them in particular, why risk it? I'm leery because I like, I don't know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? As you should. Like I go out on a date with a chick. <laughs> if she have more than two drinks, I'm counting them. <laughs> and I'm like, that's too much. Right. Yeah. Whatever happened tonight, 
she might not remember that yep. she was down with the whole, I can't do this. Right. Yeah, I mean, listen, flying a and girl it, it, out. Bro, that shit really affects yeah. my mind where it's like, I have to think like this now? Like, No, listen, in 2023, yeah. oh, flying a girl out could be considered trafficking. Mm. That's crazy. Right? To think mm. about that. Think mm. about it. Stay local, fellas. It's simple. Find you a wife. They'll do it to you too. <laughs> if you found the wrong They'll one. Do it to you too, if you bro. Found the wrong one. Listen, yeah. let listen. God guide yeah. you. No, but, but, but find your wife. I mean, listen, like, but, but ultimately. Let, yeah, yeah. And while you out working, yeah, dap him on that. Because while you out working, Jose had cut the grass. It's gonna be up in that's your grill, and then she's gonna that's figure out a way to she fuck you. So her, Jose, she's for the streets. That's not your wife. That's not your wife. What did we say earlier? If everybody can have her, it's worthless. It's you. If he can have her, he can have her. If he can have her, he can keep her. If you can pull my girl, you can keep her. Right. Exactly. If you can pull my girl, you can keep her. I never knew whoever it was that I thought I had ain't that. So you can have it. I was so shocked when Bow Wow sat in that chair and said he'd rather date. Regular chicks. I'm like, that's scary. At this point, I have to, I have to go find a celebrity who has something to lose. I have to. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Bow Wow's also made girls sign NDA forms. I've interviewed him about this. That's another thing. That's another thing. Yeah. Chess mm-hmm. NDA forms. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I mean, you know, and and yeah, I remember uh, at his in his uh, apartment, girls would have to leave their cell phones like in a basket. Mm-hmm. You know, as they I've watch heard that one too. Yeah, there, 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 there's a lot of things. Do that what the soccer did. player did: transfer all your funds to your mother's name. <laughs> right. No problem. Uh, they can't sue you for nothing. You can't take. Can't they? Can't get anything uh, from you. Transfer all your stuff that. to your yeah. mom's name. No about that. This yeah. chick is divorcing him right now. Find out he doesn't have know about anything <laughs> because all of his assets. You didn't see this. But that's another thing. Like, okay, you you meet a woman, you introduce her to a lifestyle. Now she's. She's upgraded. Mm-hmm. However, it doesn't change the mental traumas that she might have that start to play out in your relationship. Yeah. Eventually, you get to the point you can't deal with it anymore. Now, you're taking that lifestyle away from her. Tiger Woods going through this right now. Do you think that she's not going to fight tooth and nail to not go back to that one-bedroom apartment? Or, or at least to bring you back down to it? Sure. Yeah, happens all the time. It's scary, bro. It's been scary. This is none of this. It's always, is new. It's always, this has been going on since the dawn of time. The internet didn't change none of this. You know, today's money didn't change all this. You know, men, men have always, women have always been. You know, from Helen of Troy, like women have always been the weakness of man and the, the you know the downfall of man and so forth. Everyone has to be careful, and you have to figure out who who you have. In your I circle. don't want to date guys. That's not my thing. Right. I don't want to date guys. Yeah. I still love women. And there's lots of You understand what I'm saying? I feel that. It's not a pause. You understand? You understand, bro? Out of all I still love women. I I have easily dated hundreds of women during during the. Any guys? You dated any guys? No guys. Just women. No trans. (laughs) No trans, no guys. I'm strictly heterosexual. And I'm pro, you know. I can't come all the trans. Talk about God, Not doing the trans. No, none of that. You know, hundreds of women. And I I would say that the, the vast, like 99% of them were all decent people. You know, you have the oddballs and you have the people that are fucked up and have the trauma. And, and I've definitely dealt with that. I've had 
women chase my car and all types of crazy So it's safe shit. to say you was a whore. I took dating seriously. I'm like, if I want to find the right person, I have to get out there, get out there and, 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 and right. meet a lot of people. I'm right. not just going to expect God to send me that person. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, so yeah, I, I dated a lot and saw a lot of women. You know, sometimes it'd be just one Did day. It feel sometimes like they it's the same. No. Everyone is unique, man. Everyone's unique, but I, the majority of them are, are decent people, and I've treated them decently, and I never let anyone walk out mad. And you know what I'm saying, like. So you never been in any type of situation where women walked out mad on you? No. No. You fix. I would apologize for whatever is happening and, and take the blame for it before that would happen. You ever had a woman blame you for some shit you didn't do? I think yeah. all guys went That's back. a different situation. Blame me for some shit I didn't do. Yeah. I think all men went through that. I mean, I mean, the, not really. You know what I mean? But like, you You're know. You're the reason I don't talk to you no more. I mean, relationships, Bias you know, rules. not every relationship is mm -hmm. meant to last. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some, some relationships last a day. Some relationship lasts. I mean, I've been in relationships that but, lasted 18 years. But someone you know doesn't have to like, be the villain when it ends. No, which I think is a, a good. Well, neither neither person, neither person should be the villain. Well, you know what I'm saying? Because that, neither person is ultimately at fault. You know, I mean, it's a combination. That, that, of, it should be a mutual. That's not listen. How the, that's I not know how the stories. Working. That's not how the stories are spun these days. Like not, not even these days, but period. Nine times out of ten, somebody has to be the bad guy to justify why this isn't working. Of course, I'm on your side. I don't believe not the women I've dated. Outside of two. Ain't no bad guys. You just weren't for me. I wasn't for you. It's that simple. Yeah. It's really not yeah. that crazy. You're not a bad person because you right. weren't. Yeah. We just don't. But the, but when you step to your homegirls, one of the first questions they'll ask you is, "What did you do?" Right. What did you do? Oh, we broke up. What did you well, do? Your homeboys ask you that. Your too. boy, yeah, but your, your homegirls are faster. What did you do? What did you do? And you're like, I ain't do nothing. I'm not the bad guy. We just didn't work. We did. you could have no, it didn't no, work out. Just just didn't work out. She's still cool. She's still good people. Yeah. She just we don't work. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. I mean, listen, and, and and like, there's going to be people that try to set you up, that try to scam you, but they're usually like that before they even met you. Yeah. How about that? You, you're not gonna bring that out of them. Scammer don't take it personal. Be, scammer gonna be a scammer. <laughs> don't, you just have to be the, the next person they scam. It is what it, it is. It was your turn. It was your turn to get scammed. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you don't see that shit till later, man. Right. That's a good Sometimes you're a woman, like, you know, say, exactly. you, know how, yeah. you know how a woman will say, like, we wear a mask to try to get the buns or whatever the case may be. Like, they somebody wear say, too. Exactly. Yeah, makeup. That's what I'm saying. They wear masks. <laughs> <laughs> makeup is the devil. Nah, but nah, they, they, they put on this facade. Some women, not all women, right. put on this facade according to what they think you want. Mm -hmm. For a short term period of time, you wind up falling for it. It turns into a long term, and then you really find out who she really is. Because right? you fell for the and you already saving. fucked, Bruh. fucked already. You fell for the, I, I, you I'm fell at the for point the where I'm saving. feeling the safest relationship is a married woman. I'm not going. To lie. I'm scared <laughs> for all of you guys that is in the dating game. I'm not in the dating game. If I'm yeah, I'm saying all of you guys. <laughs> He's like, done with that, that, shit. that whoever I got takes that. I'm good. <laughs> When I look out the field now, you have men out here that you can't even tell the difference with women. You got all type of crap going on, and 
I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like you said, you're meeting females that psychos and all the type of stuff like that. I can't imagine past 35 years old trying to meet yourself. Nigga, stop you know what what I'm rubbing it in. I'm rubbing it in. Feel our pain, man. <laughs> after childhood. I can't imagine man. going through that. I made good After decisions. 35, yeah, I just, you know what I mean? I made very I'm good decisions. No, I'm agreeing. I can't, I wouldn't trust a woman <laughs> after 35 fuck. years old. You don't even know you done lived three, four different lives. I don't even know. <laughs> nigga, nigga. Respectfully, though, I meet married women all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time, I meet married women. Playboy guy. Smash married women. So, that's those married women. There's a lot of them, yeah, though, Yeah, that's, that's those married women. Let me explain something. It's a lot of women out there that are married that are not happy in... Totally that's, going on through their situation. And they got husbands happy too. And that got husbands that's like, no, that's not true. You're wrong on that. No. Any woman that's happy would never leave Step her out. field. We got a female right here. Am I speaking truth? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact, That's a my fact. dude. I agree with you, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That, I agree with that. Yo, yeah, she didn't even say yes. I agree with that. She said... Because <laughs> everybody know that. If you no, satisfy no. a woman and you hit every angle, I spoke about that before. You can't be financially taking care of them, but you can't have sex with them. Right. You can't be having sex with them, but you can't financially take care of them. You can't be doing all that, but they don't feel secure. They don't feel secure by you. If you hit all three, she ain't going nowhere. You don't have to worry about that. I hear you, bigger. Fact. I hear you. I agree with that. Chastity I, I agree with that. She was like, yeah. I Yo, scared I the shit out of me. <laughs> no, it's, I decided. Nah, you're right, though. <laughs> you're right. I'm, I'm going. You're right, though. Yeah. Right. I'm going to go to Iraq to find a good wife, bro. Iraq? Passport, Why bros. Iraq? Why you going to join bro. the passport, bro? Why Iraq? Because the conditions over there, that I'm definitely going to be a blessing, and she already knows. You go to Dior, you go to Dior, but you know if you bring her back over here. Yeah, she's gonna be walking ten steps behind me. And somebody gonna talk to her while she's back there. <laughs> nah, 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 the AD, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. <laughs> you treat me like animals. I don't care. I'm a better hit woman now. Like I want what's coming to me. <laughs> Yo, you suck so my dick, Mr. Fuck you, man. The whole screw is over. Shout out to Eddie Murphy. Yo, I just seen that shit in a uh, show on Netflix called Unorthodox about a young Jewish woman hmm. from Brooklyn. And she, she ran out away from her culture. Okay. Uh, Hasidic, Hasidic Jew, right? Yeah. yeah. She ran away from it and went to Berlin because some girl was in her ear telling her, you don't have to live like this. You don't have to follow these rules or these regulations. You can yeah. be you. Go do what you, whatever you want to do. And she just left one day. Yeah. I, 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 how did she turn out? She turned out pretty good. It's a movie. Ah, shit. Yeah, I, it's, I, I, it's a I, I, show. Yeah. You're not helping. No, you know why? I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it real. This is on freestyle, bro. Listen, 
I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the real. Iraqian chick cannot see this clip. That's different. That's different. This is what I'm saying to you, right? Math is joining the passport. Once she, once she left, the reason she left is because her mother was in. Do mail orders? Yikes, bro. Anyways, <laughs> you didn't catch that? <laughs> anyway, she went to Berlin to find her mother. Right. You understand what I'm saying? When she found her mother and she started going into the passions of things she loved, she couldn't do that when she was in Brooklyn. She couldn't play the piano. She couldn't talk to other men. She had wild restrictions on her. You could play the piano. So you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? So she I went and found she went and found her freedom. I, 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 I lived in Borough Park in Brooklyn, in the city Jewish neighborhood. Right. And it, and it was wild. I'm from Crown Heights, so... No, yeah, see. yeah, it's it's close. Yeah, right. yeah. No, but I mean, Hasidic Jewish women have to shave their heads and wear wigs when they get married. Yeah, yeah. They uh, a, a Jewish woman can't shake hands with a man that's not her husband. Right. Like, literally, just can't shake hands. Right. In fact, like men can't. I remember coming back from Israel. I was with a girl, and there was a Hasidic Jewish man, and he, you know, I was, it was three seats. You know, I was here, the girl was here, and the, the, the man was there. He asked me if he could change seats, if I could change seats with the girl so he wouldn't be sitting next to a girl because he's religious. Mm -hmm. I've seen that. And I'm like, mm. no. I'm not going to sit in the fucking middle seat and long-ass no. fucking flight. You deal with God. Four <laughs> different Jewish men walked up to me to ask me the same thing to see if they could change my mind. Mm -hmm. To the point they're where serious I, about that. I, I, I got really fucking aggravated. I'm like, motherfucker, buy a business class ticket if this is important to you. Right. I'm not going to inconvenience myself over your beliefs. But it's, it's serious there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, I don't blame, I don't blame women for it. You know, you know yeah. what I fall back on? Yeah, they're not supposed to shake your hand, but they'll invite you into their house to turn on the lights. Mm. On Friday. Yeah, I yes. went through that in jail. They, they used to... Yeah, it's a whole like, thing. Yeah, sell right. these. Sell these that was like it Jewish. They'd like, <laughs> be like, yo, Chip, can you turn the light on for me? Excuse me, they can can't you touch please electricity. come oh. into my house? Oh, what do you want me to do? Can you turn on the lights? Can you turn on the stove? Can you... Yeah, when it comes to when it comes to any of this, be careful who I, all I say is consider the source, be careful who you take advice from, because it's a very true. Make fact. sure they got both parents being raised that, in the house. Even there. outside of that, even outside of <laughs> is that, that is, is that the no, 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 hold on, hold on. In my me, opinion, hold, that that me, is a, a that's a necessity to me. Let me See, land this. Let me land this. Understood. For me. Misery loves company. When you start asking, well, why would why would she lie? Because misery loves company. Well, why would he just make that shit up? Because misery loves company. When they fucked up, they want you to be. They don't want to be fucked up alone. They want you fucked. They don't give you fucked up advice. Married all the women time. taking advice from single women <laughs> right. makes no mistake. It makes no sense. That's like a rich no dude sense. taking advice from a broke. You broke. Yeah. I don't want to no, end no, up like what, you. What, what, what like, stocks would you invest in? Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> crypto. <laughs> oh, Put it all in crypto. Yeah, thanks for the picks. Here's a dollar for your bucket. Yeah, like, <laughs> Consider the source. Consider yeah. the source. Cause even online and all this shit, misery loves company. Somebody popping shit about you online. They've never met you a day in their life. They talking all kinds of wild shit about you. Misery loves company. They're not happy with their lives. That's the problem. And you keep taking advice from people who are come freshly fucked up right. in their lives. Don't do that. Misery loves company. Everybody has yeah, women, to the Y'all need to stop up. doing that, though. Like, if, you, if you're in a good relationship and you hang with a bunch of single women, your relationship is going to end. Like, yeah, you're, facts. You're, you're on a frequency with people who are not yeah. compatible at that moment. And you become that. 
Just so, just stop doing. It. Yes, Take what man. they say. You have to actually. Assault, your lifestyle has to be reflected through the people that around you are you. around. Right, and that's real shit. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm not doing street shit no more, I'm not going to hang with all the gangsters. I'm not. Want to know why? Because gangster shit happens around the gangsters gang. all the time. <laughs> so it if comes you hang with hoes. Whole shit is gonna happen <laughs> around the hoes. Yeah, it is what it is. Come on, man. Use your brain. Expeditiously. Uh, Expeditiously. <laughs> is there any, any other topics we want to hit on? Like, I feel like we got like... No, we, we covered a nice range. We got any... We what, went through money, What questions would Vlad ask Vlad? Oh, I, I got a bunch of questions I'd ask myself, but this is your show. Pick the first two. Nah, nope. come on. Nope. Nope. You the homie, man. Come on. I'm the homie. Okay, wait, 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 wait. What? what questions would you ask us? I'd have to prepare. Oh, I'm not off the cuff. He's not off the cuff? I'm not off the cuff. What's the most? I've told some of your interviewers what to ask me before. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so you owe me one. I owe you one? What were you just about to say? Oh, what I say is that if you look at all my interviews with you, like let's say the last one, it was all carefully laid out, like every question. Like we weren't freestyling it. I wasn't freestyling it. You know what I'm saying? Like I researched up to the last minute. When I, when I do my interviews, I watch, if it's someone new, I watch every interview they've ever done. I, if they have books, I read the books. If they have documentaries, I read the documentaries. I talk to people who know them to get some information that they right. may not have talked about. You know what I mean? Previously, I, I go to my mental Rolodex and I think about if they're an older person, some of the stuff that I read. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so I always carefully, 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 carefully. I, I'm leery about watching the other interviews. Because you don't want it to bleed over. Yeah. And sometimes people will give a different response depending on the situation or right. how, how it was asking up. the question. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So <clears throat> I don't I don't wanna take yeah. anything. So it's it's like not listening to certain rappers because you don't wanna sound like them when you go in the studio. You dig what right, I'm saying? Right. I, I can respect that, except that I could interview you and ask the same topics that another interviewer has asked you, and our interview will come out completely different because the way that I dig into topics and the way that I use them and exactly. go off no, that's what I'm and saying. so forth, the way I navigate what it is that I talk about is going to be very different than right. what other people do. Right. Like, like I feel like I have, you know, I, I will go further and dig deeper than most people are comfortable with to right. do just because out of their own embarrassment or maybe fear of how the person will react or whatever else. Like, you know what I mean? Like... You know, like I interviewed Neil deGrasse Tyson, and I talked about his Me Too accusations. He's never talked about this before, ever. I don't even think he's made a statement about it. But I figured out a way to navigate into those questions and to get an answer out of him, and then continue to talk to him for another hour after that. Right. Because I prepared for this, and I had all the facts in front of me, and there's a way to ease into certain, certain things. Certain very, very. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I read if a person said, I don't. If they, if they say, I don't want to talk about it, I'll go, okay, cool, next topic. Or if they tell me ahead of time they don't want to talk about it, I won't even bring it up. But if that's not there, I'm going to ask the questions that a lot of people want to know. Right. And, and, and that's, nope. that, that's why I watch all the other interviews. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times the other interviewers will touch on a subject and then they and will then they'll, dig they'll, as they'll deep as me. Over it. They'll right. skip over it. They'll skip over it. I'm right. going to dig. I'm, dig. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident. And some of the questions that I come up come up with, if I see a video title, that they they're not gonna ask the same way that I'm gonna ask. Right. 
or they're not going to lead into it the same way that I am. Exactly. So you with all man? that said, as many times you've been here and chopped it up, mm -hmm. you don't have nothing uncomfortable as you could ask him right now? <laughs> no. Honestly, that, and, and, not, if, and if it is, it's something I already told him. I, I know. Talk I, about. I, I would like to know what's your top five interviews. Ooh. What's Vlad top five interviews? I mean, I, I think that uh, in no particular order, because it's hard. Yeah, to, it doesn't you know, matter. Yeah. I mean, I, I always have to say the Keefe D interview. Keefe you know, D. about the murder of Tupac, and yeah. I feel like that that is the single most complete piece that answers the question of who killed Tupac, because it's still, to this day, an unsolved case, right? It's still an open, open murder case. And I feel like there's so, been so many conspiracy theories around this story, and oh, Suge did it, the government did it, you know, you know whoever else. He's like, still alive. He, he's still alive in Cuba, you know, right. whatever. Um, this right here, I feel, not only answers that question completely from the last living person in the car that did the shooting and also ties in all the other stories that I did from the first responder to Edie Amin who was in the car behind him, you know, to other, you know, to other investigators who talked about it, to Mob James and, you know, who, who was there in the, you know, at the club when all this was happening, that that right there for every Tupac fan, and there's a lot of Tupac fans, right. this just answers, this puts this question to a close completely so you, in, in the best possible way of anything I've ever seen personally. So it's the solving of Tupac's murder. The solving murder. of Tupac's murder. I feel that I've, I've solved TVD, it. that's number one. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. the, um, uh, the Fab Morvan interview, he was one of, he's the, li the one living member of Millie Vanilli. You know, mm -hmm. this is the only group yeah. in the history of the Grammys that had to give back their Grammys. Right. You know, and we're not <laughs> just talking right. about like some, some like one of the half-ass Grammys, like, Best New Artist, Song of the Year. Like the, 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 they won two of the biggest Grammys you could get. And, and, and it was found out that they didn't do any of the singing. singing. They, they were lip syncing. That, that this <coughs> was actually the producer put it together. Uh, and Kevin Lyles was one of the original writers of this. The Girl You Know Is True. He was the, yeah. behind that original wow. song. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's very full circle in terms of the music industry. But he lays the whole story out of how they got caught up in all this and, and all the way down to how his, his partner committed his suicide. Partner, well, either committed suicide or overdosed. Hard to say. He was about to check into rehab. You know, a lot of times when dudes go into rehab, they'll they just... They do that one last... They, that one last night, that one last drug, mm -hmm. you know, binge, and yeah. sometimes that kills them. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think Aaron Carter went through something similar recently when he died. Uh, that right there would be number two. Well, out of, out of the list of five. Yeah. Um, the Smokey Robinson interview that I did uh, a few months ago. Uh, yeah. That is probably one of the most accomplished musical artists. He, he kind of opened my eyes a lot to things that I, I wanted to know about you, Michael you Jackson. Michael Jackson, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The part exactly. when, when he was talking about Michael and, yeah. and the type of environment that he cultivated around him and kind of like explain some things. Yeah, him. yeah. Uh, that, that's definitely, you know what I mean, like... The, the level of musical contribution on sm that smoke you know that Smokey Robinson did I think is just on a on a no, level yeah. you, you rarely see in human beings that are still alive <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying right. the number of songs the timeless the timelessness of, of what he did one of the greatest songwriters of all time to be sitting in front of me and be able to a ask him anything I want and and to hear this this sort of life story I think is uh, amazing um, that's three. That's three. Uh, the John Witherspoon interview. Mm. Yeah, I did one of his last. Bang, 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 bang. I was such a fan of him. Mm. 
as a as a actor and comedian that to yeah. be able to just hear the backstories of the mushroom belt and the <laughs> you know <laughs> how all this was ad libbed <laughs> you know how all this he came up with all this and right. the Friday and how it all came together and uh, the fact that he passed away so soon after the interview that they and he never got to tell his life story up until that interview right. was that you his know? last interview. Wow. It may have been. I, I, he may have done Joe Rogan afterwards. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But, but I, it was definitely w one of them. The so. fact that they won't let his son take his place on and bring back the boondocks, the boondocks. really pisses me off. Because his son does a dead-on impression does of it? him. Yeah. Oh, man. Dead-on impression. That's dope. They could bring the boondocks. Uh, how many, how many is that? That's four. four. That's you got four. one more. Mm -hmm. Math Hoffa, okay, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. Because we're talking about 15 years of interviews. Yeah, yeah. epic, epic. 15 years. Um, even though I didn't do the whole interview, I did part of it, you know, but I was involved in the production of it, I would say the Mike Tyson interview. Mm. I figured that one. I was, Especially since we had a little tense moment at the end, you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> that man, I kind of rubbed him the wrong way with right. the question. And he, yeah. I managed to survive it, you know? Lunge at me. What did you feel in that moment? I, I, I felt like things might go left. Because we're, we're in an actual boxing ring. Right. And oh, my hell, security is like way over there. <laughs> He's not going to get to me in time. Mike is fast. <laughs> right? He's known for his speed, right? Me and him are sitting across <laughs> like me and you are. Yeah. My security like, you know, is way over there outside the ring. Right. By the time he runs in, I, I can catch a five-piece. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... I could be like that dude on the airplane, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you got to sit there and, and like, and then I'm just going to run out. It's like, okay, I got to sit here and try to navigate this back into a nice, cordial conversation, which I managed to do. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, did, what did you get upset about? What, what I said was, um, I said, because he had talked about, even off camera, he was talking about all the street guys that I interviewed. Like, you know, he was really, like, you know, like, he was close to this dude, Von Zip, who was this gangster that was in KPD and everything else like that. There was this, um, this other Brooklyn gangster I interviewed. I, I don't remember what his name uh, off the top of my head, but he's like, oh, well, you interviewed that dude. Like, I knew that dude. He was crazy. Like, and so forth. So I knew that Mike always surrounded himself with street guys. Right. You know, I mean, even, like, for example, like, like, like um, the dude that allegedly shot uh, 50, uh, Hamo, was... Mike's right-hand man. Right. You know, I never brought that up at the time because I, I didn't know at the time. But so Mike's always had these street guys around him. So the question was like, "Yo, here you are. This, you know, you're a celebrity that's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. He wasn't just a millionaire; he was a hundred million, hundred millionaire. Right. You know, what is it? You know, why do you have this attraction um, to these street guys?" Mm -hmm. He said, I said, why are you attracted to, to street guys? He goes, what do you mean attracted? Yup. <laughs> I said, yeah, that was, and yeah. I'm thinking like, damn, I should have said attract. Like, like you know, that wasn't <laughs> what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> but he took it that way. Mike could have just hit you with a pause. <laughs> you know? Just pause. So <laughs> one time like, pause is useful. <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, you know, like you talking about Eric Von Zip, you know, it just seems like you, you really, you know, you're friends with him and, you know, so forth. And he's like, oh, you think I like 
you know, hanging out, you know. I'm like, well, you, know, you just spoke very kindly of these dudes and so forth. It's like, yeah, we know they came from the same place that I come from. Thank God. Maybe and you know, and he kept like, you know, I could tell like at that point he was kind of fucking with me like, oh yeah, you'd expect me to turn out like this, huh? I'm beautiful, huh? Like, yeah, you're gorgeous. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just going along. Should have looked at him and said, I'm not attractive. <laughs> you know, but it was it was a moment. You know what I'm saying? It was it was a moment, and it's with one of the biggest celebrities in the world. I mean, you know, there's few people that are more famous than Mike Tyson worldwide. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And me being a super fan, like, you know. Growing up, Mike Tyson was my superhero yeah, in the boxing world. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. not only was he a reigning champion, but he seemed completely invincible. And the way he would knock people out was just 30 seconds in. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like, you know, like, you could like Mayweather, but Mayweather is very much a technical, a technical dude yeah, yeah, that will go, go all over. 12 rounds. Right. There won't be and no knockouts. Piece and you he'll, and he'll piece you up and he'll beat you in the points. Not Mike. Michael knock you the fuck out, now, and, and it was and just to be at the party, like, yeah. be at the club, and like being in the club, yeah. Fact, you know what I'm saying? And I had interviewed Buster Douglas, and got you know, what I mean, there was some discrepancy over that whole thing, and yeah. then, you know, and then people, other people like Riddick Bo, did Riddick Bo? No, no, it wasn't Riddick Bo that boxed him. Manny Lewis? No, uh, Buster. Yeah, Buster, but then Evander. Yeah, they never interviewed Evander. Um, Larry Holmes? Did Larry Holmes ever box? Tyson. Yeah, but he got yeah. hurt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. so yeah, so I interviewed other people around him. So it was like, yo, you know, um, Zab Judah did did the primary interview, but I had asked to come in and just ask a few questions after the fact. But you know, I helped I helped Zab put the you know even when I don't do an interview, I help put together the questions. Right. You know, what I'm saying my hands are in all the Vlad TV interviews in one way or another. Right. Even when it's another like a Sean Prez or whatever else, it's my it's my hands in it. You know. Zab Judah should pull up. Shout out to Zab. Yeah, yeah he, Zab. He coming through. Zab, what up, man? Wingate yeah, alumni. Well, they kicked me out, but you, you know, we was at Wingate, so yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's the homie, man. I, I, fuck, I fuck with Zab. Um, that's a nice top five. It's a nice top five. Yeah, I yeah. think uh, yeah. you know, and, and, I'll, and I'll give an honorable mention to Shaka Khan. Um, yes. Lunell, Lunell did that interview. I was there. I sat in and watched it, and you know. Kind of make sure it went, it went a certain type of way, but I, you know, another, what she had like ten Grammys under her belt, like one yeah. of the yeah, yeah icon status, icon, yeah, complete icon, uh, on and one level. of the most recognizable voices yes. on the planet. Yeah. When she sings, yes. you know it's right. 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 And these and these like old school divas do not give a fuck. They do not hold their tongue. <laughs> yeah. Like she she told Ariana to go fuck off. Like Ariana Grande, <laughs> fuck her. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. You, did, you did Stephanie Mills too. Yeah, Sean Prez did it. Sean Prez. Sean Prez did, did, it, did it, yeah. That interview, she said some stuff she that, some that went shit. viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so what's, what's your top five list of interviews you want to do? Mm. I mean, We've been having discussions to do the O.J. Simpson interview for a while now, mm -hmm. and we just can't come to an agreement. Damn, you know crazy. what I'm saying? Because um, there's so much to unpack. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, like you know, I mean, listen. Sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes it never happens. Like, you know, when I did Sammy the Bull, it took two years of negotiation to get to the point of actually doing the interview. Wow. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Of this is what we're going to do, and we'll wait until y'all are cool with doing it, and we'll figure out 
something that makes sense for everybody and eventually we figure it out. Yeah. Um, you know, the O.J. Simpson interview hasn't happened yet. It may have, you know, it came close to happening, but we, there, there were some, some points that neither one of us wanted to budge on and so ultimately it didn't happen. I think the O.J. interview would be epic if it ever happened. Um, I think an Eminem interview would be epic if it ever happened. Just because we're like the exact same age. I, I want to beat you to that. You going to beat me to it? I want to beat you. Please do. I'll tune in and watch. <laughs> I'll tune in and watch. If an interview yeah. happens, but it was never recorded, did it still happen? I mean, I did an interview with Kanye that I lost the recording of. So it happened? It happened. Okay, so I beat you both to it. Oh, you, oh, you interviewed him? Thank you. You're part of the show with this account. <laughs> you this account him for the Say it again? You interviewed him for the source? We, we, we toured. We, we sponsored the Up and Smoke tour. Mm. Wow. Uh, and I interviewed That's him. Dope. As a little dude, I, I, got, I got a chance to talk <clears> to <throat> him. Nice. Oh, yeah, dope. it was great. Nice. Yeah, I mean, just because, like I said, like we, with us being the same age and us having kind of a similar hip-hop experience, I, I think that... With my interview style, I just think it'd be a type of interview that hasn't, that he's never done. Right. That he'll probably never do. But if I got to do it, I, I think it'd be something that the whole now, world would I, tune I, in. I feel like he would, come, he would come here first. Probably. You're probably right. Yeah. yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, he, he did um, uh, Crooked, Crooked, Crooked Eye. Crooked Eye. <laughs> yeah. And he shouted me out in that. Oh, he did? Yeah. No. He gave me the ultimate cold sign. That's what's up. Early. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. I remember Shout that. I remember that. Shout yeah, that was um, <laughs> See, I don't want to like just do the obvious names, you know, that like you know everyone. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with the obvious because especially if everyone really would have the, the list. Yeah, of, but you um, might have your own reasons for wanting. No, I, I understand. Um, so that's two, right? We need, we need three more. Every, everybody wants the Jay-Z interview. Yeah, everyone wants the Jay-Z interview. Everyone wants the Nas interview. Well, Nas, Nas. Okay, because, you know, I've, I've taken some shots at Nas over the years in terms of his beat picking that he seems to have addressed on his various records over the years. Right. You know, I right? always thought the reason for, for Nas's beat selection is because he wants his lyrics to be the most important part of the song. That's exactly what he said when I interviewed him. Let's go. <laughs> That's exactly what the man said. Is throwing out point cards right Mexican now. That's awesome uh, yeah, right now, bro. We <laughs> got the big and a little joker right That's now. Trump, you Trump tight, you My cup. That was my cover story. But you but, know, uh, Illmatic I thought was a perfect album. I, I agree. And, and you can't mm, say that the, like beats, the beats didn't, didn't were, you know, yeah, weren't outshine or whatever. Well, I it, felt was, like it was the first was super producer, was a first super producer album. album. Exactly. Yeah. So, so he got all the hottest dudes. Yeah, it was a all kind of, yeah. No, it was Chico. Like, it was written was a perfect album. Yeah, yeah, to me, second, yeah. That, really? was, the, that was a better album. I, I, I didn't like it was written. Doesn't take away from the I loved it. As much? No. How? How was that Because I felt like he was sort of, I felt that by the second album, he lost. And, you know, he grew as a person. He suddenly had all these new experiences. But, like, <clears throat> that first album put me in Queensbridge. Mm -hmm. Like, it was so honest and humble. There was no Nas Escobar. There was no grandiose imagery and imaginary kind of figure, mafia, whatever. It was like, yo, I'm this broke kid out of the projects. Like, New York State of Mind yeah, is one of my favorite es songs ever. Yeah, Esca ever. Escobar was not, and it was written either. 
It was really? He was a Nas Escobar. He became Escobar. But he was doing like uh, Nas. It was, it was very slick. It was it was yeah. track man. It was Escobar. Yeah, was Dre, by, Dre, was Dre Nas is coming, and you know no, that, was, that was that no, was that no, was the third album. That was that was, that was, that's, that's further. Nah, on. Nas yeah. is coming is only it was the second album. Yeah. No, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Nas is coming. Yeah, yeah that's the it's first. It's on that's, the second album. Yeah. Second album, I think. It's on Did he say movie, Escobar on it? Yeah, because because the firm came right after that. That, that Dre was. Uh, no, Dre, he said that all that produced. Escobar stuff came on I Am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When Maybe Steve I'm Stout Maybe got I'm on yeah. that. Like I said, this is 25-year-old material. That, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, that uh, right. I, I could fuck up. Um, you know, but so I. that's three. Okay, that's three. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I feel like, you know, I mean, like, you. you the great interviews usually have some degree of uncomfortability and, you know what I'm saying, a little bit of conflict and, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're not just flowing and everything's great. It's like there's a little bit of pushback, pushback. pushback and where is this going to go? The person might walk yeah. out if the wrong question gets like, asked. You're like, yeah, yo. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a classic interview, right? Yeah. Nice. We still rocking yeah. today. Yeah. Yo, tell him what's up, man. Come back. <laughs> come, right. come back through. Tell me. We got to interview Yayo. I interviewed Yayo. It was one of my favorite albums. Two, two days ago. You're right. Two days ago. Yeah, the new interview's out today. Yeah, man. Um, okay, so that's three, right? <clears throat> so we got Nas, Eminem. Got him, got him. And who was the one I mentioned? Nas, Eminem. Eminem. No, no, no. No, he said OJ. 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 Okay, two more. two more, two more, two more, two more, two more. Oprah? No. <laughs> I would. No. I mean, you know, I mean, obviously it would be a huge interview, I, I but that, but that's not a. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, that's not. That wouldn't be like a dream interview for me. Right. Um. She's adjacent to a dream interview for me. Is she? Oprah. Yeah. She's adjacent. It's adjacent. not her. No, she's she is a dream interview for me. Not not mm -hmm. me. No, I'm with Vlad. No. Uh, y'all know. You know who? Did, uh, you know who's adjacent? <laughs> you know who's adjacent? Barack. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about that, yeah. but but I'm thinking that yeah, an but interview. Bro, but as an interviewer interviewing one of the master interviewers, that's that's, that's one of the reasons why I don't want to talk to her. But the reason why I want to talk to Barack is because there's a lot of questions he's never got a chance to sure. answer. He's not going to answer them. But, but, he, but, but, Barack, answer but Obama is so is so media trained at the highest yeah, levels. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that, that's, that's the no, Rubik's Cube. That's, the, that's listen, man, I would Obama. love to catch Oprah after two bottles of wine, bro. <laughs> As if she's going to drink two bottles of wine and then come to her. Like that's going to happen. Know. Hey, uh, you never know. Warren Buffett? Mm, Warren Buffett. Buffett. Warren Buffett. Elon Musk. And Elon Musk. That's five. Elon, Elon Musk. Musk is on my list, too. That's a killer five. five. What's five. your top five, man? Jay. Oh, of course, Nas. And Oprah. Elon. Okay, not so much on my, my top, top five. Um, who's that person? At this point, I'm just waiting to see how long they're gonna wait for. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, man! Dave Chappelle, fucking Eddie Murphy, Dave definitely. Actually, the fuck, Dave. Dave, yeah, right? we talked about this. He's on my list. Dave yeah. Chappelle, he's on my list. Um, 
Dave Chappelle, Barack Obama, Jay-Z, because we started a conversation we never finished. Same thing with Dave. Mm -hmm. Give me my credits. Give me my credits. <laughs> Israel Adesanya. Yeah, uh, who's that? Israel, oh, the, the UFC fight? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, champ. Yeah. Champ, Israel. And, um, oh, God, there was, I had, I had one that I just lost. I had one that I just lost. Your favorite rapper, Redman. <coughs> I've interviewed him already. I've interviewed him. Oh, Redman. okay. <laughs> Harriet Tubman. Pass. <laughs> no, if I if, if we, we got to no, we got to stay with living people. Yeah. Yeah, living Listen, people. we got Stop AI bringing. now. They can analyze all the information on her and generate a, a computer. Oh shit! A computer image, of Harriet. Diddy. Diddy. I interviewed Diddy. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't really impressed with the interview. What? Okay. Mm. I just. I just didn't I feel like he was open. Not so much that. I just. You know, I feel like when Poor I speak guy. to some of the greats, I, I I sort of get that greatness in their answers and in their methodology. Oh. I just didn't quite catch that with Diddy. Who'd you forget? Mm. Doctor Dre. Ooh, that's, a cool. yeah. that's what I was yeah, gonna say. Cool. All I would, I would, I would, I would sum up. I would sum up. We gonna get to yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. I would, I would swap. I would swap yeah. out on the list. I would swap someone out for Dre. I would swap Warren Buffett out for Doctor Dre. I would swap Diddy out for Dre. Okay, there you go. Sean Bigger. Sean Bigger. KRS One. Rakim LL Cool J. He said my thing, so my interview. No, I, I got you. I got you. Um, but those three, last two, maybe Mike Tyson. Mm. You know, you know, maybe Mike. Um, but like the fifth one, it gotta it gotta be like one of these big ministers. So it would have to be like. Um, it would be between T. It's a it's a list. It's a list. It's a list of them. Yeah. T. D. And Cruffalo. Yeah. He. Yeah. T. D. I think T. D. Would be a dope. Dope. You know what I'm saying? The mega church. Gino. Gino Jennings. Right. 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 Definitely. You know, one of them. I got to hit him. Copy that. I um I'm gonna say Redman, Mary J. Blige. Nice. Um. Jenna Jameson. MOP. Oh, yeah. Okay, I interviewed um, them before. Hmm. No one's mentioned Drake or Kendrick. Kendrick. You notice that? Yeah. No one's mentioned Drake or Kendrick. Oh, I ain't right. Or who? Yeah. <laughs> Drake or who? That's <laughs> I mean, that would be incredible, but it just doesn't, for some reason, it just doesn't feel like, you know? Yeah. You said Drake or Kendrick? Yeah, no one's mentioned Drake or Kendrick in the list. Like I, I feel, I feel I, like I, I feel like Barack is more my, possible than Drake. That's one of your Barack Obama in my. this shop is more possible <laughs> than Drake. And, I feel um, that's like sad. I mean, he my already did. Swiss beats. I've interviewed okay. Swiss before. Swiss. Mm. Your yeah. top five. Pause. So I'm a producer. <laughs> I love beat making and music. So uh, Kendrick was one of mine. Okay. Um, okay. Dr. Dre. Okay. Just Blaze, yep, I mean, Timberland, and Pharrell. Yeah, Pharrell. That's I got I a Pharrell interview. Teddy Riley. <laughs> Teddy Riley. Okay, Mecca, you interviewed everybody. Between okay. Kendrick, yes. Kendrick and Pharrell. All right. Kendrick yes. was a great interview. There's only two magazines back then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. But there was a whole bunch of writers. Because my thing is, yo, I don't see interviewers 
when they're interviewing producers, like really get into the intricacies well, of production. Yeah, that's true. I don't see that. And you I have what, so many fucking questions. You know what you needed? Right. You know about what you that. needed? There was a magazine, real shit, that was out. And it, the whole basis of it what was, was What was it called? Yeah. Jerry L. Barrow ran it. And it was under the XXL umbrella. And the what, name what of the magazine. Scratch. I remember. Scratch. 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 Yeah. Scratch. I was locked I up reading that. I, don't know what you're I was about. in Scratch. <laughs> but you was in Scratch? But I don't yeah, want to. Here's my yeah, thing. I, I read it. I read it while I was in prison. But I want to talk to these people. No, yeah. I got you. Like yeah. face got you. To no, face. No, listen, I, I, no, listen, I've interviewed Teddy Riley. Yeah. Dallas Austin. Teddy's supposed to pull up. Dark Child. Mm. Nice. Mm. Dark Child's an animal, yeah. yo. Yeah. Dark you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Teddy like, Riley Dark created Child. a whole sound. That bro. R&B like, bag is different. different. You know what I'm saying? What like, he did for Brandy? Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. That, that uh, yeah. Full Moon album? Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's, that's, and I actually, he invited me. That's her thriller. You know, Dark Child invited me to his home. Like, I was mm. in his home studio doing the interview. Like, wow, you know what I mean? Dope. It was like, damn, like, this is some heavy shit. What is I was in Teddy Riley's home in Vegas doing the interview with his whole family watching. Wow. The moment. Yo, Vlad, mm-hmm. what, um, who inspired yep. you or what inspired you to want to do interviews? 60 Minutes. You said that. So at all the all the interviewers on the show, or one particular minutes. one that inspired all the, you. The whole the whole concept of the show, the way the way they did it, because I've always felt like Larry King, another yeah. one, right. another mm-hmm. one. Yeah. No, you said you wanted. You, yeah, hip hop was yeah. more Larry King. It was more Larry King, but but sixty minutes, I felt was that was a a, a platform that shifted the world mm-hmm. when these interviews dropped. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like. Everybody too. They would they would do a story and laws would change based on the story. Mm. And when I would I would watch this and then I would go watch hip hop interviews and think how lame they were. Yeah. You know, I'd watch these radio interviews and think mm. about how they, they they ain't talking about shit. They're and these interviews are, are are just being tossed away. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. this is why, like I'm glad with this hip hop power list, you know that that complex put together, that it wasn't a bunch of the old school radio dudes, because I feel like like those dudes are kind of like the old way of of hip hop journalism, where they don't want to ask too many tough questions, just focus on the new album that's coming out and a bunch of like softball type shit. Where like sixty minutes is like, yo, like we're gonna go straight into it and we're gonna go we're gonna go hard, and, and this is really going to change the world after this interview is done. Whereas all these Hip hop interviews, unless you had someone that was very outspoken, like a Tupac, most of them are, are forgettable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so my thing was Vlad TV was going to be like the sixty minutes of hip hop. So, so that inspired mm-hmm. me, and I still watch the show, you know, almost every episode that I can. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that th- that there was no one in hip hop that I looked up to on the interview side of things. Not a single person. And shout out to all the, the legendary dudes like you know Sway and Big Boy, Mecca. And, you know Mecca, <laughs> you know Bonsu with Double XL, and, and all these dudes who I, I I you know and, and Dave Mays and, and everyone else who set the platform. But I just felt like what they did is not what I was gonna do. Right. I was gonna be more sixty minutes, and I took the flack for being the sixty minutes of hip hop right. you know, by being called the police and the feds and all that other shit. Yeah. You know, but you, you fast forward to two thousand twenty three, a lot of people do Vlad T V type interviews. Yeah. I was just the the poster boy that had to take the darts early on of right. doing these types of interviews, but everyone is now starting to catch up in their own type of way. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna name any names, but you know, I mean you watch a lot of interviews, it's like, oh you asking Vlad type questions. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's cool. That's my whole Troy Ave interview that day. <laughs> yeah? Hey, oh, you, you was Vlad, Vlad Hoffa. <laughs> Your man called me Vlad Hoffa. Who? Uh, China Mac. China Mac, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, how's that an insult, my guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you told me about that. I, I didn't even catch that when it happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You need to check him next time you see him. <laughs> or don't. Or don't. Or don't. Or don't. You got beef with Benny? Who? Benny. I guess that's Benny the butcher? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Don't feel like he stole your shit? He's like, wow, what about Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, you know who pointed that out was Alchemist. Yeah. Because I, I, I used to be called Vlad the Butcher during my mixtape days. Yeah. And I remember the first time I heard Benny, uh, it was like that, that one mixtape with the, the 97 Hove. Yeah. It yeah, yeah. was on there, and, yeah. and Alchemist did a bunch of the beats. And I remember I, I just texted Alchemist. I'm like, yo, this Benny shit is crazy. He was like, yo, one butcher to another. And I'm like, oh, I didn't. Yeah, oh, shit, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was dope. Yeah. But yeah, nah, man. I, I don't. I, I, I've never. Like, we all, like, 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 me and Too Short think the same in terms of this. It's like, we put shit out there in the world for people to absorb it and emulate it in their own way. Why would we ever get mad at someone who uses part of what we do and incorporates it into their own content? Art Unless form, they're whatever. a content creator. <laughs> well, I mean, unless they're stealing it. I mess with you. I mess yeah. with you. Really you know what I'm saying? Like, really like, yo, like, we push shit out there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, uh, you know, the Yeezy and everything else like that, that came from Too Short and E40. They're not complaining, crying. Ooh, we need to get our... Nah, like, we put the shit out there and people emulate it and people work it out in the same way, just like I emulated... 60 Minutes and all these other people that, that, that I watched. And, and, and we all created and the, the art form continues and the creativity continues and everything else like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm never mad at that, man. You know, there's been lots of... And some of these people have been cool enough to come on my show and tell me, like like the Sean Cotton or the Adam 22s were like, yo, we were heavily influenced by what you were doing just because you were doing it before us. Right. And we've mm. had our own spin on it. We've made millions of dollars. Right. And that's dope. I've never asked for nothing off that. that that's y'all shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Come do my show, cool. Why would do your show, cool? I've always, I've always like, if someone comes on my show, I will always return the favor, and I always feel like it's some fuck shit when someone does it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I if I do their show, yeah, and then they're it, too it, busy, it's whack. they're too busy or, to suddenly do my show. Or you, or you do show. their show and they never put it out. I've never had that. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So Vlad, anything yeah. next for you? <laughs> anything else happening? What else can we look forward to? Um, I mean, let's see. Tomorrow, I mean, by the time this comes out, this will be out. The uh, you know the Nigerian brothers who were involved in the Jesse Smollett hoax. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you got them. Mm-hmm. That's coming out tomorrow. Wow. Juicy Smoulet. Yeah, Juicy Smoulet. I even brought that up. Juicy Smoulet. So just, (laughs) what what was was the whole gist of it? The gist of it was. Because they're obviously not in jail, so. No, no, they weren't weren't charged with anything. Right. They didn't do anything wrong, right? Uh, The gist of it was, was that, you know, one of them was a stand-in on Empire. Like, Jesse, like, got to know one of them on some workout type shit. He got him a job as a stand-in for, like, to play, like, uh, his love, in- he was a love, he had a love interest, a gay love interest on the show, and this guy was just a stand-in to just work out the scenes and so forth. During that time, they got cool, uh, he helped Jesse, like, cop some drugs, 
you know, some ecstasy and cocaine, pounds the middleman. Jesse would pay him with Venmo, which is crazy. You know, like when he wants buyer protection, that shit. <laughs> and, and basically what happened was Jesse got some hate mail to Empire. Like someone, you know, whatever, oh, die, F word, maybe it was a new, you know, hanging, something. And he felt like uh, the Empire uh, people didn't really pay much attention to or make a big enough deal out of it. So he got together with them and concocted this plan where they would pretend to beat him up on camera and he would put the video out and it would cause all, it would go viral. Right. And he wouldn't call the police and it would just be this. And the justification for doing this was like, listen, in Hollywood, this is how it all works. He told them that the Kim Kardashian kidnapping didn't really happen. It was all fake, which is not true. Right. right? It, it is real. Mm. Kim really got kidnapped. People are really going to prison. Kanye literally left his show and flew to Paris. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't fake. But, but these guys are just trying to get into Hollywood, so they're, this big star is know? telling them how it works. So he's like, okay, they, they paid him $3,500 to do this shit. Yikes. With a check, <laughs> which the police found. You know? That's crazy. And, uh, you know, work. once they got arrested and everything else like that, they, they cooperated. And you know, I, I hear Dave Chappelle in my head right now. <laughs> you know, I know this guy you. named Juicy Smollett. Juicy, Smollett. <laughs> Juicy. I brought that up in the interview. You know, they awesome. thought it was hilarious. Um, I did the only interview uh, with Lance on Rivera oh, about wow. the Jay Z stabbing. That's yeah. supposed to come out tomorrow, I think, as well. Wow. So tune in for that one. Yep. Did he do it? You gotta tune in. It's a very convoluted bro, story. This, bro, by the time this drops, he yeah. got stabbed. Yeah, he got stabbed. He got stabbed. Did he say what? But he he's claiming that Jay didn't do it. But he claimed that Jay's people did. Mm. Mm. But then there is an alternate story, like um, Chris Gotti was there when it happened, mm -hmm. and he said that Jay did stab him. He saw the knife in Jay's hand, and he got him out the club and everything else like that. So there's conflicting versions of the of the story. Wow. Right. And, you know, mm. Chris said, you know, I have no problems with Lance. Like, you know, I'm cool with Lance. You know, I'm just telling you what I saw. I was there. Right. Murder Inc. was in the building. You know what I'm saying? And, and Jay told a slightly different version of the story in his book. So there's sort of like these three versions of the same, same story. Same story. That you're not but quite sure. we all sure. know that Jay nicknamed himself Jigger. Sure. old enough know what the streets said at that time. What right? did the streets say? They, that night, they said that he walked up, that they was in the spot, and Jay saw him and walked up to him and poked him up. He claimed that Jay himself never stabbed him, but he said that Jay's people surrounded him and stabbed him up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, Did he say what it was over? Because we had... Um, uh, leaked his music type shit. Yeah, well, he, he, yeah, he, I mean, the, the story was was that volume Jay's three? album got bootlegged. Yeah, volume three. Volume three, yeah. and that he was somehow, but that, that to me sounds weird. That's what because the said at that time, though. It, that part just doesn't make sense to me. Why is that? Because how much, he's already had a bunch of success with Big. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like Lil' Kim, that was his project. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
the man's falling asleep over here. You're supposed to be protecting us. Hey, you're supposed to be over here protecting us. That's not a good look. That's not a good look. I like to play with my security fully awake right now. He ain't fully awake. He ain't fully awake. He ain't fully awake. I've been watching him too. He ain't fully awake. Still not a good look. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait, all right, not, bro. All right. Roll all right. back to tape later. So before right. we start, before we start making fun of the orange, yeah, yeah. so Vlad, hold on. So Vlad was saying, yeah, Vlad was saying that unsaid it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't had because of the, the bootlegging. Yeah, the he said he said he had no idea what that sound was even about. Yeah, and I brought that up too, and he said that's not true. And even Charlie said that wasn't true. Charlie Baltimore, because because Cameron said that, and and Charlie said that wasn't true. Mm. It isn't. Well, who cares? I mean, at this point, you think Jay would stab somebody over Charlie Baltimore? No, I think that doesn't make sense. No, the no, album no, 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 the bootlegging, the bootlegging yeah. bootleg bootleg of his yeah. album. Was right, yeah, that, that shit album. was bootleg like a motherfucker. It was. Yeah. That but, shit was everywhere. In that shit was on right. I didn't even know it was coming out. Somebody started playing it. Yo, bro, okay. we used to go on Fulton to get the the bootleg of Volume Three just to get the version that had "Is That Your Bitch" on it. Word. Because yeah, the original version didn't have it. Yeah, we've gone 360. Word. Back to bootleg. I'm saying, bootleg. Yeah. I, I, I it wasn't no, no internet CD. thing. Yeah, he, he claimed, what's that? There was no internet There was no internet. You had to go get yeah, that shit. You had to go to a physical burn copy. Yeah, he claims, he claims he had nothing to do with the bootleg. And to me, it sounds a little bit crazy. Because, you know, like I said, he was he was Big's business partner. He, you know, he was involved in, you know, he was a partner in the Junior Mafia. He was a partner in Little Kim's first album. He was, you know, the Not Tonight. Right. Remix. That was that was him. Cameron signed to him right. initially. Right. You know, I'm saying confessions of fire and all that type of shit. Yeah. Maybe it was I, I, one of his men's on his team. Possibly, but how much money do you? Uh, once you bootleg one copy, it's, it's over. It's over. It's over. Right. So you can't really make a bunch of money. You can't collect revenue. You can't. Yeah, you can't just keep bootlegging and bootlegging. And you're making all this like like it doesn't make sense. Niggas had a street team running around like collecting <clears throat> all the bootlegs. And the uh, remember MOP did that too. It was walking yeah, down I, the ad. I, I did that on two fifth, but it was a mistake. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, to, to a certain extent, they kind of popularized stuff too. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, I wasn't in a position to, to feel bad about it. I mean, I got into it with bootleggers as a as a mixtape DJ. Mm-hmm. I remember on Flatbush Ave, I, mean, I got into it. Was, was there was Jamaica a whole song. Dude. If you bootleg, you get your leg broke. Right. But that's 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 what yeah, was, um, was Fifty Cent's whole guerrilla marketing tactic. It worked for him by putting the bootleg yeah, out. Yeah, like, yeah. go ahead, yeah, he, he, he would get it, it out to the bootleggers. Yeah. Yeah. And it worked exactly. for him. It, it worked. It more than worked for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But ultimately, you got to have that good product at the end. And get yeah. Richard Die Trying was that product. Right. You know, if you yeah. had dropped a whack album after all the bootlegging, it wouldn't have mattered. And now yeah. we have AI. Got to be a ten. Got to be a ten. Yeah. Now we have high tech bootlegging. We have AI. You got AI, you, I mean, the internet, one copy gets out, it's out everywhere. Um, but don't worry, yeah. folks, we'll still be here. Yep. Yo, Matt, I'm featuring on your next album in the Jay-Z voice. You're going to kill him, son. You're going to make mad bread, son. We're not doing that. I'm telling that's not, you. That's not how you get a Jay-Z Drake, verse. Weekend, whatever you need me to do, that's bro. That's not how you get a Jay-Z I got you. Verse. It's not the way. It's not the route. Yeah. It's not the route. I mean, other than that, I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, I interviewed Robert Cool Bell from Cool and the Gang, you know, the founder of Cool and the Gang. Right. I remember wow. me, me and Just Blaze were talking before the interview because, you know, Just Blaze, like, sampled, like, you know, Pump It Up was a cool in the game yeah, song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I wanted to actually get Just Blaze asking him some questions on video, but I hit up just like right before the interview and he didn't have time to do it. Yeah. You know, 
And uh, and Robert didn't even remember. Like he kind of knew knew about Pump It Up, but not really. Right. So I didn't really get to even really talk about. Do that. you feel like artists, to to a certain extent, once they get to uh, a high level, they look down on the hip hop platforms? Yes. For interviewing. Yes. What, 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 I mean, in terms of artists in general, artists, producers, like. Yeah, I mean, listen, we were supposed to get a babyface interview that got sabotaged by someone at the label. You mm. know, I mean, last minute. That was Damn. annoying. Baby I'm still waiting for a Just Blaze interview. That was annoying. And um, then I saw him on some other platform and it was like... No, I still think he's down. Okay. Just as cool. Cool dude, man. Cool you know, dude. If you ever talk to him, I think you guys ought to have a good conversation. Um, you know? But uh, do they look down? I, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, listen... Robert Cool Bell was happy that his stuff was getting. He, cool and the Gang is one of the most sampled groups of all time. Mm -hmm. Like it's up there with like James Brown and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like 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 there's this one drum break that was used in like 500 records. Mm. Like uh, pump up the volume, like that, that drum break. Like mm. that's that was used fucking everywhere. You know, I mean, just like you know, as well as like Jungle Boogie, and, mm. you know, or like mm. Summertime was sampled. From uh, you know, from Summer Madness, right, right, the right, game. Right. Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's it's a lot, it's a lot. So I mean, it's always dope to to really talk to these OG. You know, I've interviewed um, uh, what's his name, um, the head of Parliament, um, George, Clinton? Clinton? George Clinton. George yeah. Clinton. Yeah, I've done it. You know, I've interviewed Cat Williams. Uh, you know, I've interviewed. Have you ever interviewed African Men Bottom? I did. And I asked him the gay question, what way what before the allegations. What happened? Got a very uncomfortable answer. <laughs> got a very uncomfortable answer, which now in retrospect makes a lot of sense. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Mm. What was the answer? I was like, I, I, I was saying how, you know, I think it was like Lord Jamar was about like, had some criticism about homosexuality and hip hop and stuff like that. So I wanted to get his take on that. And he was sort of like, he didn't really answer the question, sort of danced around the question a little bit. But I didn't know he was gay. Allegedly, you know what I'm saying? I mean, according to the Hassan Campbells of the world, he is. Mm. Um, you know, so I didn't know. So, but I got a very sort of weird, uncomfortable answer. Mm. But yeah, I've interviewed Bambata, I've interviewed um, Melly Mel, Grandmaster Kaz, Curtis Blow. Mm. You know, I mean, like, I've, I've you know, it's yeah, funny how I people. Mean, 15 years of the game. Yeah, like, people throw, throw around, oh, all Vlad does is gangsters. Like, nah, like, I have. Most of the legends. That just means you didn't you know, watch when I did this. Other you just shit. didn't watch right. when, you, when right, I did this. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, like Teddy Riley almost single-handedly invented the hip hop sound. You know what I'm saying? Like the show. That's Teddy Riley. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Facts. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. I guess That's that could be argued. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It could be. It yeah. Could be argued. Well, yeah. You you could argue it, but I'm saying like like one of the most prolific early. The guys who, you know, all the, the cool Mo D records and everything else like that, that that's... Yeah, for sure. I'm saying, that, that's, that's, that's Teddy Riley. You know, he's more known for the R&B shit, but his early career was like those hip-hop records. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, know, like, like, you know, he was a prodigy. The fact that he, he produced the show at that age, when he was like still in high school. He was still in high school. And then, exactly. and then he was influencing mm -hmm. other, other producers on the way up. Yeah, uh, Pharrell worked for him. Bing sure too. Well, yeah, Pharrell was under him. Yeah. Um, Timbaland, Dark Child was sort of under him at one point. Dark Child was in it. Yeah, yeah, Dark yeah. Child he tried to sign Dark Child. Well, the story differs. Dark Child said claims to try to sign him. Teddy Riley said he never tried to sign him. So you know, 
The story is a story, yeah. but but they definitely worked together, and right. Teddy um, was definitely a huge force. Like you know, when he moved out of Virginia, I mean, like the the, the Timberland, Jodeci, Missy Elliott, like that's yeah. all part of the Teddy, Teddy Riley, Riley right. family um, tree. Yeah, mm. yeah. Had so, he signed everybody that he worked with, we'd be looking at him way different. Right. Okay. Had they all been signed to like yeah. Future Records or Teddy Riley Enterprises yeah. or something? Yeah. When he Whatever. birthed out of Virginia, what he what he was there for in Virginia and all those people who came under his umbrella. Right. Yeah, it was it, it was it was a lot Never of talent. Stop. A lot of Timberland, Missy, sister. Genuine, Aaliyah. Yeah. All that. that. Yeah, off in that direction. All that. Then all the producers who dropped and all the shit that they put their hands on under his umbrella from yeah. his studio. If he had been producing, yeah, if he I mean, had been I mean, yeah, I mean, people, yeah, I mean, think about it. So you, you gotta include everyone in the Pharrell family tree. Yeah. I didn't even get the, the, nerd. In, nerd, in, in, the clips. Khalees, the clips. Khalees, yeah. Pusha T, of course. Like, right. you know, part it's of the clips. Like, yeah. it's all it's all part of that whole. It all stems from. It all, all stems. All I want to do is zoom, 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 and I boom, boom. Just shake your rope. Yeah, Pharrell, Pharrell wrote that. <laughs> Pharrell, Pharrell wrote and that. And danced in the yeah, video. Yeah, that's a fact. But yeah. Didn't Billy Ons have something to do too. with that, too? I don't know. Who? Silly Billy? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. We'll talk about it off camera. Yeah. Uh, uh, who was the first guy to uh, to actually lay down on the black couch? Leave it was you. I got I got let me, let me stretch out. <laughs> Take <it> back. <laughs> um, you know, I, I started this show like three years ago, and it's never been a time that I reached out to you that you weren't helpful. Yeah that you weren't uh, offering me advice, mm -hmm. congratulating me. Yeah. Um, Even before you started the show. That's a fact. Yep. You, do you remember years and years ago, you introduced me to his good friend, Buster Rhymes, who hasn't been on the show yet, and you said, <laughs> this guy's gonna be the biggest thing to come out of Battle Lab. Mm. I think so, yeah. Mm. I think so. You were correct. Well, I, I've always felt that you're going to be bigger than Battle Rap. Because Battle Rap, as someone who was involved in interviewing the artists and even throwing a, a Battle Rap yeah, show yeah. one time. Killers. The Killers Battle League. Yeah. I, I always felt like, unfortunately, Battle Rap just has this ceiling that's never been able to be broken. It's always been an underground art form that's never been able to get past a certain point even when an Eminem is involved in it, or, or right. the biggest names, right. or even when MTV gets involved in it, it's always has that kind of element that's, that, that's gonna keep it from going past a certain point, unfortunately. In unfortunately. America. In America. In America. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it's like overseas. Yeah, in, Russia, in America, Russia is turned up. Russia's crazy? Okay, yeah. good. Well, that, that's because I remember when I interviewed uh, Oxymoron, he explained to me that in Russia, all the biggest rappers all battle. battle. Yeah. It'd be like it's, it's the same thing in the like, Philippines. Like, yeah, like 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 it, he compared like let's just say in America you have Drake and Kendrick, but they're all ba they're battling battle. a couple times a month. Right. Well. Imagine how crazy that would be. Right. But in Russia it's really like that. Yeah. And that's why. You know, I mean, but but back to my point, I always felt like sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh and I always felt like and at, once I figured that out and I started to sort of move away from doing 
battle rap interviews, partly because one of the guys <laughs> that worked for us ended up leaving, and you know he was sort of the expert on that. Right. I was like, yo, like there's going to be certain people like you that are gonna, if they want to progress and they want to raise their career, they're gonna have to look beyond battle rap. Battle rap is gonna have to be a stepping stone, just like mixtapes were a stepping stone for me. Battle rap is gonna have to be a stepping stone for other people if they want to grow and as they get older and so forth. Unless they just want to do that one battle every so often and try to get a a, as big of a check, but that's not viable as you start to get older. Right. So, and I felt like you were one of those people and I, and I kept telling you that and I would tell other people that. And, you know, here we are. Clearly I was right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Manifest. Clearly I was right. Yeah. And, and it always, and I've always, and you could talk to so many people that in the same way that I approach you, I've approached pretty much everyone in the media space, from academics, Charlemagne, you know, Adam 22, Sean Cotton, you know, like all these dudes who, you know, even Natasha, like I said, I had to reach out to Tasha Kay to con congratulate her right. until she started to shit on me later. Um, I've always felt like there's going to be more generations of people coming up, and as someone who was there from the beginning of internet inter interviewing, I, I want to link up with those people and I want to help what they're doing and also learn from them and then all of us could work together and share resources and we could all come up together because you and I have done some of the same interviews. Mm -hmm. We don't step on each other's toes when that happens. Right. Your interviews, your interview, my interviews, your, my interview. There's no reason for a Vlad and Joe Budden to be beefing the way we do right. because Vlad will do better working with Joe Budden than against Joe Budden and vice versa, right. whether he wants to admit it or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so when I get these animosity things, to me is just bad business to me. Mm -hmm. And most of the people who beef with me don't actually have businesses. They just, they're just personalities who just do shit on their own. Right. I run a business, I have 20 employees. So to me, I'm looking at things differently. So I try to always, you know what I mean? And, and honestly, it's like, you want to be able to have your peers congratulate you and you want to have, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you want to have your accomplishments be seen by people that you respect who understand what it is that you're doing mm -hmm. because a lot of times the industry is not going to do that. Right. You know what I mean? Like every hip hop awards, whatever, Vlad TV never gets nominated for nothing. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'll get a call from academics telling me how dope some interview was and he'll actually play the interview on his stream and, and comment on it like he just did that with Hurricane Chris the other day. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you know, we have to, <clears throat> you know, we have to work with each other, congratulate each other and help push, push each other up and share resources and share game and so forth because competing with each other doesn't do shit. Yes, we might go viral for a second. If I call Joe Budden a bitch, yeah, it'll go public viral for like a day. Or if whatever you call him what? A bitch. You know what I'm saying? Joe's a what? He says something about me, it'll go viral, and it's, it's whatever, but it's like none, none of us gain from that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. None of us saw any type of exponential nah, growth. Nah, there's no like, exponential growth from that. And it, and it ends. It ends right, right then and well, there. I, I think that for some people, they they find a, a a way to market themselves as being anti something that's already popular. Yeah, you dig what I'm saying? I think that's what happens. But yeah, that's cool. Hopefully, we can get this 
media Illuminati thing together. <laughs> just, yeah, you know, just dominate. The Illuminati. <laughs> just dominate. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, when you look at, I mean, it, it goes down. When you look at that 25 list, it goes down to like I mean the girl that's at twenty five, uh, Jazzy, you know yeah. the, the little girl. Yeah. Like Shout I remember, I remember I DM'd her, and said, "Hey, you know, tell your parents that that if you guys, you know, congratulations on success, and, and tell your parents that they ever want to call me, I, you know, I'll be supportive." You know, right. and then her dad called me and we spoke and everything else like that. Down to the little kids. Yeah. Like like I really try to you know what I mean like most of the people on the list. Except for maybe one or two, I have some sort of relationship with. Usually, it's a good relationship. You know, what I mean, Joe, I think is the only person on the list who I don't get along with. Like everyone else on the list, I'm either cool with or I just haven't met them yet. You know what I mean? And that's that's how we're all really gonna win. Not not by constantly trying to tear each other down because yeah. you know it's whack. I try, it's I whack. try to tell people and, and and those situations could escalate into something that no one wants. Facts because. No, nobody's like at this level. There, there really are no punks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You may think that person's a punk. You may think you could physically take that person, but that person got someone with them right. who might have a gun. Who right. probably has a gun, and and they're there to protect that person. You know what I mean? And you might walk into something that you're not ready for. You know what I mean? Like like, so so it's at the end of the day. Why, why, why create that energy and create that animosity and everything else like that? Because no one's ready to deal with that in reality. Mm -hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like if me and you were beefing, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that beef to escalate because I know what you're capable of. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you have an idea of what I'm capable of. Right. And neither one of us are, are punks. You know what I mean? Now in a one-on-one -on -one fight, that's different. That's different, but that's not going to happen. Right. 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 right, right, It doesn't right. happen at this level. That never right. happens. No, never happens. there will not be. You will not get into a one-on-one. -on -one yeah, Ti like. and Low Flip was the end of all that. Right. <laughs> yeah, but even that involved a lot of other people. Right. And it involved some gunplay, from what I understand, and anything else like that. So it's just right. like, like why, why even do that when, when there's no real animosity to the point where, or unless, like, no one's put like in, in that whole list of people in that 25 list, no one's put hands on each other. Not a single person, right? Yeah. Not a single person has physically touched another person, but yet some people are beefing with each other. Makes so, sense. So, Makes sense. You know, no one's, no one's celebrated their, their dead homies. I, I've never smoked a Joe Budden cousin <laughs> pack or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm never saying no weird shit like that. Like, right. you no, know, someone close to him died. I'm gonna celebrate. Like I don't do that right. weird shit. Right. You know, what I mean, like, there's nothing that was done or said that has gone over the line. No, you know, I mean, like none of us have talked about each other's, you know, significant others or no one else's kids or whatever else. It's just a little Vlad, petty let's, shit. Let, let's just be honest. That, that that whole situation is over the ransom shit. The way he, he feels like that because of the ransom shit. And I and and, it, and there's a there's a whole three way story going that way, and you know the receipts that have been produced don't are not favorable for a friendship. You dig what I'm saying? And, I, and that's what that is. And it nutshell. doesn't have to be animosity. It doesn't have it, to. It be. can be left. However, alone. to save face, 
someone has to be what's, upset what's, that what's the, the rule the story is different you if dig no, what i'm saying if nobody violated somebody's kids violated somebody's wife sent somebody to jail or took somebody's life you can figure it out well somebody went out. to jail even if figuring it, it out means leaving the whole thing alone right and walking the other way exactly you know Yo, you can't tell people who to agree with and who not to agree with. no i'm just i'm just Spitting out my rules. Right. That's just how I. I that's, that's your rules, and and I get it. Like like no no one needs a, a friendship to happen, or no one needs. But you know what I mean. But yeah, it's but just we don't bad. have to beef. But, yeah. but, but but you know I mean you know beef starts one way and it gets responded to and and it continues. Why and, make you know? it continue? Huh? Why make it continue? Yeah, I don't know. So stop. Yeah, like I said. I don't start the shit. <laughs> no, no, no. We just gonna stop. <laughs> we just gonna stop. We just gonna stop. We just gonna stop. That's how we're gonna end it. Okay, we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop. We're stopping. We're stopping. We're stopping. Stop. 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 No, we talking to you. Stop, stop. your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> we talking to you. That's it right there. This Smack rapper, only smack rapper that you know is smack rappers. Got bars, I can hang with the backpackers. Trap star, I don't hang with the backpackers. I'm in the hood with the work you heard. Making fiends leave earth, you heard. Got your baby mama thirst, you heard. Feel the flow, nigga, throw it in reverse. This the way you need to surf, you heard.